Hey everybody, this is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about this really awesome deal for BSN listeners. If you didn't know by now, Total Beverage is delivering beer, wine, and liquor to anywhere in the North Metro area from Wheat Ridge to Erie. And for a limited time, Total Beverage is offering $10 off your $50 purchase on their website and on their app. Use the promo code BSN10 to save $10 off your $50 or more purchase for all of your parties and events and have it delivered straight to your door. That's TotalBev.com or download the Total Beverage app. Now let's jump into the show. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast, powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. Crisscrossing with Jost. Right in, turned out by Jari. That was a one-on-two. The best avalanche coverage in Denver. And welcome into the BSN Avalanche podcast on a a thirsty Thursday here at Blake Street Tavern, the inestimable downtown bar of renown, the best downtown sports bar in Denver. Let's face it, Blake Street Tavern. We you can't script a better bar than this. I'm sitting here looking at about eighteen thousand square feet of prime real estate here in the down heart of Lodo, right next to Coors Field. Uh, I am your host, Adrian Dater, on a Thursday Thursday BSN Avalanche podcast. I am here with the owner, the proprietor of Blake Street Tavern, Mr. Chris Fusile. Good enough. I already botched it, didn't I? <laughs> Chris Fusile. Chris Fusile, longtime proprietor of Blake Street Tavern. Welcome to the podcast that you help sponsor. Thank you. I, I, this is a nice surprise. I walk in the door and uh, here you are. Uh, and you are thirsty. You finished your glass of uh, you know club soda here. So I, you know. I, was, I don't know what it is, but man, I'm like a horse today when I came in here. I'm like a, 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 coming into a water like, spring. You know what? As a segue to the abs, you're just you're thirsty for a win. Oh God, aren't we all? The Avalanche are on the skids, and I want to ask you about this, Chris. But first of all, I want to ask you. Catch me up to date. How long Blake Street Tavern has been at this very location? Uh, and We've been here since 2003, and we will turn 16 on March 15th. Right, because you had a former location. Yeah, and yeah I, we were at our old location at 2401 Blake for seven years. Right. Now we're here eight years. So they'll soon to be entering our you know uh, ninth year soon. So, yeah, it's great to be uh, it's great to be in downtown now and see how much it's grown and what's going on with. Uh, you know all the people uh moving in town and coming bigger and more millennials and and all of our sp- all of our sports teams are doing better except for the broncos which is okay um but it's uh it, it's it's good to be in the sports bar business i'll bet i'll bet you location 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 right that means a lot in this real estate business i'm assuming and then the, oh the restaurant God. business well, yeah, you, yeah, how did you come up with this location did you know it was good i mean how did you had no get idea the, no I had no idea in 2003 i mean i was a i was a, a man on an island in 2003 nobody was north of us <laughs> and uh yeah. you know i had people saying are you nuts i mean that's it's scary going north but it's now we're now we're firmly uh in the ballpark neighborhood but we're on the southern tip of rhino right and rhino is just you know phenomenal growth so yep. it's really cool to be part of two really great neighborhoods i'll bet i'll bet uh you're a big sports fan chris are you from colorado i don't know that i am from colorado you are lifelong denver sports fan yeah uh, yeah shoot uh you know i remember the old uh you know the, the freaking um you know before they were the devils i mean really yeah you knew the rockies back then uh, yeah, the yeah wow. great. I, I love the old iconic you know oh. uh, logos from the rockies i remember uh, as a kid uh taking rtd bus from southeast denver hamden yosemite all the way down to mcnichols arena to watch games and oh that was that was so fun back in those days 
I bet. So you've you've been a fan of two hockey te- teams in this town. You're, well, actually, uh, I'd say three because um, oh, the Grizzlies. Uh, I, I was we were a sponsor of the Grizzlies. That's right. At, at another bar that I was involved with. So um, yeah, right. man. And then you know I've been an original Avalanche season ticket holder since '96. Um, wow. I think my priority number is 29. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. Um, and uh, you know, hey, love my seats. You know, row nine, center ice, behind the Avs bench, and just just high enough above the glass. You know, I don't want to be any lower because I can't see what's going on. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. it's it's been great watching hockey all these years. Yeah, man. I did, I did. I knew you were a big hockey fan. I mean, I know I remember you being very well versed in all things Avalanche back back when I you know as long as I've been around you, I think you've really been a knowledgeable fan. Um, and now I'm sure you're probably. You know, I mean, you grew up probably with more with the Nuggets and the Broncos than you did with yeah, hockey, but yeah, but you're, more you're still the, with ABA Nuggets and, and yeah. of course the Broncos. Um, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, it, it's uh, I'm I'm a fan of all uh, Denver sports, yeah. so um, I think it's great. You know how the Az made the playoffs last year, how the Nuggets are in the, you know, should make the playoffs, um, and and you know. Um, and the Rockies making the playoffs the last two years. And it's weird because, you know, this whole town was always Broncos, Broncos, Broncos. Mm-hmm. And now I don't think – I'm trying to remember when you can say that the fourth worst team in professional sports in Denver is now the Broncos. I, I can't remember a time when <clears throat> they were, the, you know, the worst team out of all. Yeah, well, it's, I know well, it happens, but – the uh, new, new defensive coordinator, Wade Phillips, says he's the best in football, apparently, to our site today. We got exclusive on that, so things will be back for the Broncos. You know I'm from New England, though, right? Yeah, so, well, so. you know, and we are, you know, eight, another, <laughs> sorry. another plug here. We're the Denver home of the Patriots, so. Oh, that's right. You know, so, you know, we, well, we get those young, uh, we get those millennials you, from New England that, st- that well, come around. The, you old farts stay home and watch the game. I know, so. I know. The last time we were in here doing a podcast with all three of us, me, Jesse, and AJ, it was a college bowl game and it was full of uh was it mason george mason fans or something whatever that bowl team was place was packed full of these obscure college i thought from virginia or something (laughs) and the whole place was packed full that's a big part of your business right we have 15 alumni groups yeah okay uh, and uh for football uh, you know we could go cu notre dame uh you know uh, uh syracuse um ASU, USC, Michigan State, Indiana, Northwestern, Louisville, uh, and I don't know about George Mason. That might be one of our basketball schools, but uh, maybe Georgia Tech. Could, I, could, Georgia I, can't Tech remember, I can't remember what. Yeah, yeah but it, yeah. it was some. Was we got some, a lot of groups. We got, we got. Hey, we got a lot of space. Eighteen thousand square feet, five rooms of game sound. We, we hey, we can we can accommodate <laughs> yeah. most any school. Uh, real quick. Before I get your take on what's going on with the apps, because I know you're a fan and you watch, and you, you're not probably happy like a lot of them aren't right now. Uh, is there a difference between a hockey fan and a, let's say, a basketball fan when you're there in here I watching? Think absolutely. A game? Yeah. yeah, I actually think um, I, I'm I'm a season ticket holder of both the Nuggets and the Avs, so I go to both games. But we we get more hockey fans in here than we get Nuggets fans. Mm. And um, yeah, I hear that I, a lot. I, I don't know what that is. Um, and it's interesting this year because you know the Nuggets are now doing a lot better than the abs uh abs started off strong but um we got that core of hockey people mm-hmm. that you know will come in here and not just watch the abs game but it's like hey can you put the stars game on or can you put the um the uh um you know wild game on and so you know hockey fans are definitely um they're a different breed than um than nuggets fans i, I think they're more devoted on the whole and um it's uh, it's it's cool to see. I mean, I remember back in the day when we opened in 2003, Adrian, pre pre NHL lockout. Man, I mean, those were the days, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, when the Avs would, it was Avs and Red Wings, mm-hmm. and and we used to get, you know, a good 50 people a night coming in to watch the Avs, mm-hmm. and those were the days. I miss those days, and we need the Avs to come back strong and. Um, you know, so that when you are out and about downtown, I want people to think, hey, let me stop by Blake Street and, and, and catch the game. Yeah, I mean, it's a fact that, you know, us sports people, media people are supposed to be objective and uh, we don't care who wins. The fact is winning teams are better for business. And, you know, I work for a subscription night site now where it's a fact. 
winning means more subscriptions usually. So go Avs. I don't it's, care. It's, it's I don't win, care about win, that win, anymore. Win-win for everybody. I mean, I'm sure you'll get more subscribers when yeah. when the Avs do well than well, when they're not doing so that's well. That's true. Uh, Avs are not doing well right now. Worst record in the league since December 3rd. In the league, what's your take on what's going wrong? I know well, you're there I mean, all the, the time. The easy solution is is, is the goaltending. Yeah. And <clears throat> I know everybody's talking about that now. And it's it's uh, it's. Yep. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you just look at the stats and what screw our 31st. Uh, no, about 67th. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. I forgot what stat it was and where Varley was too. And um, boy, we're we're just not getting the Varley of old that we want. And I don't think we're getting the Grubauer that we thought we signed up for. So, man, it, it's a, it's really uh, frustrating. You, you, you know, I miss the days of Patrick Waugh and who who Don't we when all? he was playing good or bad, man, he was a presence. And uh, you know, the, the team rallied around him and and. It just, um, boy, it's, uh, it's, I mean, you're right. That's the worst record since then. Yeah? Yeah. Well, what are they, five, six well, in, in their last 28 games? They've won six times. Uh, yeah, no, six I don't think it's one that one? bad. I mean, okay. I think the overall is like 3-11-2 in oh, the last 15, uh, 16. So, um, you know, the good news is, as of right the second that we're taping, the Avalanche still hold the second wild card spot. For the playoffs that's amazing because everyone else is having their own struggles too yeah i mean they've gotten some breaks the fact that a lot of teams around them have been losing too um and you know they're still there where they're in a bye week uh and other teams are playing games right now that you know they can just leapfrog them in the standings based on playing games and the abs aren't they'll be back at it saturday night against vancouver uh you gonna be there or no I, so there's another sport I follow. <laughs> I wish I was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a big CU bus basketball fan. Oh. So I will be involved for that. Um, you know that Dallas Walton is, uh, was a ring bearer at my wedding? You're kidding me. No. Dallas is such a great kid, and oh, yeah. his rehab from um, is, is, is doing well from his uh, yeah. torn ACL. Twice he's torn him up. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. No, this, yeah, this is his third time. Oh, third. Two, yeah, two, it was two in high school. It was, and now, oh, that's now right. Third time. Yeah, he was a little, uh, little tiny, little trip oh kid. Oh boy, he's, he's a, a seven footer now. His his father, uh, Matt, uh, Matthew, mm-hmm. is a really good friend of my wife's. Uh, back from they worked together. Really? Uh, back in the well, day. I'll tell you what, he sits right behind me at Buff Games, and boy, yeah. that guy can yell at the refs. Oh, yeah, I've been there too. On, I've been there too. Um, I know he can. Do you, you know? So what do you think? You think you think that helped the Avs? having the all-star break and the bye week at the same well, time so they could just like hey we yeah. had a crappy first half and now it's reset I mean, re-energize the batteries it should uh, i'll get into more of this in the next couple of seconds too but for real quick for now i think it's uh if, if it didn't help them then there truly is a problem i mean they've had nine days off yeah between games they, they, they've had no mandated to have no hockey activities as a team until tomorrow's practice okay so, uh, you know, whatever little aches and pains they had, whatever funk they were in mentally or whatever, you know, they've all been on their beaches and all-star junkets and everything since then. Everybody's had time to clear the cobwebs. If they don't come out Saturday night ready to whip the Vancouver Canucks, who been a surprise team in a way, actually right there with them in the playoff run, if they don't come out ready to play that game, I think we'll learn a lot about this team. I mean, I think Saturday night is the start of a 32-game sprint. You know, yeah. they're even in going into the playoffs right now with their competitors. So it's a 32-game sprint. And, you know, if they can't win this, then then it's, <laughs> then it's they, then they screwed up because they did have a, a great start. They should be a playoff team, in my opinion. Um, but, but that's the good news. They, they do have a chance to just come out fresh. Now, it's all going to be dependent on... Guys like Varlamov and Grubauer have been able to stop a puck. If they right, can't stop right. pucks, well, doesn't the, matter what the they did. The important part is that you'd rather be the other way around. Because, like, the Wild, they start off really bad. I know. They come up. So, do you, do you uh, Adrian, let me ask you this. Remind me what your prediction was for the Avs in the season. Did you have them going back to the playoffs? No, I did. Yeah, so, I had them, like, sixth six, in the okay. conference. Yeah, and that's what's, uh, you know, but they're... Third in the division, I think. Yeah, yeah. Do you, it, it, you know... 32 games left, and, you know, it's it's not – they can go on another streak. Oh, sure. You know, and that's what's so funny about hockey. And, 
We got 18 just, of the games at home, 18 of the 32 are at home. Wow. So 18 and 14. It's not that big of a disparity, but it's just, you know, I'll get four more games at home. Yeah. The thing is, they haven't been all that great at home this year. Compared to last year. Compared to last year, they were great awesome at, home. at home. Yeah. I don't know what's going on at home this year. Um, to me, that's a function of discipline and, and, and not getting satisfied. I hate, you know, teams that lose at home to teams they shouldn't have a problem, I think, with their 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 work ethic or motivation level somewhere. Now, I'm not saying it's the coach. I don't know where the problem is right now, but if you can't beat these teams, you should beat at home. I think that's when I get really worried as a, as a fan or do you, observer. Do you finally kind of see this as a similarity to when, uh, was it Patrick's first year coaching that we got in first place? Yeah. And then next year we, we sucked? Well, they didn't suck. They were just barely missed the playoffs. Just barely missed the playoffs. By like the last day. Right. Uh, okay. All right. But, but the but, next year they kind of sucked. Yeah. So he yeah. had oh. three years here. Yeah. Yeah. Historically bad. Season. Yeah. I mean, no, that was the. Well, year that was, oh, then that we had the that. Right. Then he quit, and then Bednar came oh, yeah. and they had the 48 right. point season, which was All right. historically yeah, no, bad. No, I mean, but, do you do you think um do you I mean, think that uh, some, now I'm some heat on Bednar? I'm interviewing you. Do you think yeah. uh, um it, it's with the head coach? Uh, I don't think so, but doesn't matter what I think. Teams that lose are going to fire their coach in the NHL yeah. at some point. Uh, I really, I don't think I really like him. I do, too. I don't think he's the problem. Uh, I just think that the goalie's been terrible lately, and yeah. I don't – I mean – Yeah, you got to be strong. It's, it, you know, it's, and, you know, to me, I, I think it's this I, – I, I, look, I don't pretend to be a hockey aficionado, but uh, I, I look at it a very similar situation with the Broncos. Like, the Broncos are having their struggles because we don't have a quarterback. I think the Avalanche are having their struggles because they don't have that goalie going right now. And now I'm switching sport, one more sport to basketball. Then you look at basketball, and now you see, like, with the Nuggets, like, Jokic is a guy, give me the ball at the end of the game, and I'm going to get it done. And he's getting it done. And so, you know, it's it's uh, you got so many more moving parts in hockey. Um, you, you get that top line going. I mean, the defense seems, I mean, it does seem better than before. So it comes down to goalie. But and, and who do you think will start on Saturday? That's a good question. Uh, boy, if I had to bet, I would say Varley. Uh, because Grubauer just has not grabbed the reins anytime he's been given that chance. So I think he always default to the previous number one. Um, you know, Grubauer had a chance to really grab it last game against Minnesota right before the break, and he really wasn't very good. Uh, yeah. So, but we uh, didn't help him with those five lines. No, we didn't help him. It definitely didn't help him. Uh, it definitely didn't help him with five on threes. But last time I checked, two goalies just paid to stop those two. Yeah. Not everyone, but once in a while. They have never killed a five on three. But anyway, that's uh, that's another thing, too, real quick. Penalty killing uh, and penalties. Now, the Avalanche have number one in the league in taking penalties. And they, they don't have any fighters. They don't have any really really dirty guys. I mean, occasionally Big Z lays a kind of a borderline hit on someone, but most of the time they're real clean. Eric Johnson's had a couple dirty hits occasionally. But why are they taking so many penalties? There's one question I have that I can't quite figure out. I mean, number one in the league in most penalty minutes, and they're not killing them enough. They're no. down in the bottom third now in penalty killing. Wow. And to me, that's a massive part of the problem, too. And yeah. I don't know what you do. to. That's that's probably coaching somewhat there. That's probably a, some heat on Bednar that he has to address and, and get these players to – because take, not taking penalties is something you can really correct. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be able to. Right. But, right. Um, you know, you got to tell your players to stop being idiots, basically. <laughs> that's what you got to do and drill it into their head. You know, play the game. Play fast. Don't hook smart. and hold. I mean, that's – Yeah. That's 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 something you can do. So, uh, Chris, I think we're gonna. I know you got to get moving. Uh, you're a busy man, uh, but uh, I think we're gonna. That'll, that's a good first segment, wouldn't you say? Anything right. else you want to add? You know what uh, I'm gonna do. I'm tell, gonna, tell us I'm, what's I'm going gonna, on. I'm. We are. Uh, I just want everybody to know there that. Yeah. yeah get with us in. being so big, we're able to put the Avalanche game on lots of TVs here, and we always have an area for game sound. It could be upstairs, downstairs, in our boardroom, in our alumni room, whatever. So, you know, most sports bars, you're not going to get the sound that you want. Right. Or you may not even, they may not have enough TVs to put your game on. Right. We always have the Avs on. And also pay attention to, go to the Avs website. We are the official host for Avalanche Watch Parties through Bud Light. So I think our next one is, uh, I forgot, uh, February, I I forgot, guys, but... Yeah. um, 
but those so are fun. fun. And they bring Bernie down here, the Ice Girls, lots of swag to give away, tickets to give away. Yeah. So it's good. And then we got a BSN Avalanche yeah. watch party coming we'll up. on February so, 9th. Yeah, man. Against so, the Islanders. So, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I've got two of my managers are two of the biggest <laughs> ass fans around. In fact, I tell them that it's Haley's and Shelly's season tickets, not mine. So, you know, we do. We, we don't pretend to like hockey. We love hockey. I know you do, Chris. Well, thanks, well, for, thanks for having me on. Good luck thanks. to your Patriots on Sunday. Yeah, thank you. Well, you know, you know we need a break here and there in yeah. our lives, so well, hopefully I, we'll I, get I'm a win. I'm a Broncos guy, <laughs> but, but we're the Denver home of the Patriots, and I'll keep taking that Patriot money. Okay, Chris. Okay. Thanks for thank thanks for joining us. We'll see you soon. This is the uh, BSN Avalanche podcast. Thank you to Chris Fusile, Blake Street Tavern. We'll be right back after this break for more Avalanche talk. Stay tuned, folks. If you're living in Colorado and you are craving some good old Southern barbecue, be sure to give Moe's Original Barbecue a try. My favorite thing about Moe's Original Barbecue is we are a Southern soul food revival. We make everything from scratch daily, house-made smoked meats, and customer service to the next level. That was Robbie Peoples, one of the managers over at Moe's Original Barbecue. And like he mentioned, they have incredible food, awesome customer service, and I think my favorite part is how cool the environment is in both of their locations. We have live music at Moe's at our south location, 3295 South Broadway, which is a full PA system, ticket sales. Uh, we have national bands. We have local bands. If you're a local band interested in playing, feel free to contact us at mosdenver.com. We would love to have you come down and play for a big old party at Mo's Original Barbecue. Not only do they have live music, but they also have a bowling alley and a dozen TVs with all of your favorite games on. They have two locations, one in downtown Denver off Broadway and 6th, and of course the other one that Robbie mentioned in Inglewood. I would recommend some Mo's to someone because we cater to all needs, a family-friendly atmosphere. We have Colorado beers on tap, all the games on the TVs. It will blow your mind with amazing barbecue. And welcome back. Segment number two of the BSN Avalanche podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Dater, coming to you solo today from Blake Street Tavern, but with guests. First segment, we had the owner-proprietor, Chris Fusile, with us. Chris, long-time owner of Blake Street Tavern, nice enough to talk to us about uh, what's his thoughts on the Avs and the many watch parties that go on here. If you're not, if you're downtown Denver, there's only one place to go to watch sports, that's Blake Street Tavern. Uh, my next guest on this podcast is uh, Haley McLaughlin, front of house manager at Blake Street Tavern, big Avalanche fan, and she has some thoughts on what's going on with the Avalanche what's going wrong her remedies so Haley I'm just gonna bring you right in welcome to the podcast thanks for having us here yeah. hi how are y'all doing <laughs> <laughs> we uh now I've just met you yeah. so but I hear you're a massive fan huge fan tell me what's what's what do you think's going wrong with the avalanche right now now we all know they're not playing well the goaltending sucks oh yeah but any any Swiss cheese goalies right now any other everything in it anything and everything in so <laughs> you watch all the games I think so yeah What's your take right now? Oh, man, they just got to get the team back together. I don't know if the, if there's something going on behind the scenes. So I, they really need a goalie. They need some better defense going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can't, can't stop the puck. You're not going to win in hockey. Uh, I mean, we, we're not losing by, you know, lots of goals. So our offense is doing really well this year. So that's that's exciting to see. But we need to figure out what's going on between the, the posts. I know. Farley's been... Pretty reliable for quite a few years yeah, now. Does he injured. look hurt to you or no? I think he's, uh, there's something going on for sure. He looks slower. Yeah, slower. Um, I mean, I know that he had double hip surgery mm-hmm. uh, in the off season, so maybe that's starting to bother him again. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that they started Grubauer like four or five games, and then they had the third string goalie. I can't even say his name. Pavel Francouz. Francouz, yeah. 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 yeah, had him on the bench for a while. That yeah. was kind of uh, alarming to me. So. I mean, he's he's. It's kind of tough to bring in goalies that are not on, you know, one-way contracts. Yeah. And it's, you know, but who knows? <laughs> I mean, they, I think if these two guys keep flaming out, yeah. would you welcome Francis? Are you one of those people that just says, let's see what he can do? Or do yeah, you think that's see. a little bit of a panic move? No, I mean, let's see what we can, yeah. what he can do. I mean, they need to, obviously <clears throat> need to do something, maybe a big trade, wake, wake these boys up. Well, we've uh, once a week till the trade deadline. We're doing trade deadline talks. Nice. Latest one today is about that. Uh, the only thing I can really see happening 
big as maybe a Tyson Berry trade. That's what I was thinking, yeah, a um, Tyson Berry or a, even a Kerfoot, to be honest, because oh, Kerfoot's yeah. doing really Kerfoot, good. Oh, yeah, Kerfoot, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Something to wake these boys up. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I mean, I think they need a forward on their second line. Like, Agreed. Tyson Joes didn't quite cut it yeah, this year, right? And that's been a problem. <laughs> um, he's working it out in Loveland, but, uh, you know, if you... If, if their big problem becomes goaltender, then I'm, then I'm starting to push the panic button a little bit because yeah. that's something I didn't really think I was going to have to worry about. Especially Brubauer coming up. I, I thought that we were we had a shoe-in, man. <laughs> yeah. What causes bad goaltending, though? Is it the defense that causes the bad goaltending? Or, is it, you know, is it, what's the, what came first, the chicken or the egg? I, I think it's... <laughs> I think the defense has not been great no, of late, but... Not. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that's been all their following. The goaltending just quite frankly yeah, has not usually, been good enough. Usually with the Avs, it's not the goaltending. It is the defense. But this year, yeah. it's it's uh, yeah. the goaltending for sure, like letting in soft goals <clears throat> left and right. See, if they have to go out and find a new goaltender, those are really hard to find. Yeah, I know. Uh, t- goalies that are really good get locked up for years. I'm still Usually they're young. Pickard. <laughs> Pickard, he's, yeah. he's not doing good this year, though, either. Who is he? I forgot who he's, he's playing he's for right now. He's on the four different teams this year. I think I he's um, he's in, on the Flyers now. I think I think he's on another team now, actually. Really? I think he's out with Arizona. That's oh, it. Oh, yeah, uh, Arizona. Yeah. I do remember hearing that. Yeah, no, it's been <laughs> he's been everywhere uh, yeah, now crazy. all of a sudden. Uh, um, what got you into hockey as a, as a fan? Uh, my dad. Oh. Yep. Yep. Okay. So I remember sitting in the big easy chair recliner with him, wearing our jerseys, watching games when I was. Really. From 90s. Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You go to school here. I did. Yeah. 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 I'm from Cortez, Colorado, though. It's a little teeny tiny. I know where that is. Yeah, a little teeny tiny place outside of Durango. So. Uh, I used to cover high school sports for Denver Post, and I remember writing some preview, football team uh, preview for them, Cortez. So, can I remember? They're not called the Dragons, are they? No. No, okay. <laughs> I usually can remember most high school nicknames there still, but no, I guess not that one. Uh, ever play the game? No, I never have, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, we just didn't have ice rinks around where I grew up. Yeah. I wish that we did. I would have played hockey. Yeah, I can't imagine a huge hockey community in, in uh, players no, in Cortez, Colorado. That's that's right in the border <laughs> with... Uh, <laughs> yeah. More desert uh, Wow, well... Uh, so what's your typical game night for the ads if you're not working? Are you plunked in front of the TV? Or are you going to games? I'm going to games, going? yeah. Luckily, okay. Chris um, hooks it up with some tickets once in a while, okay. so that's really nice. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> nice to have boss with job. tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I like to go to the games for sure. But when I can't go, I'm definitely on my couch when game starts. Who's your favorite player? My favorite player is definitely Brandon right now. Who? Brandon. Oh, Brandon. Miko, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who? Yeah. I thought he's Miko, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, one of my favorites for sure. And uh, Soderberg. I really like Soderberg. Carl. He's, yeah, his he's nickname big, is Carl. You know that? Big you know Carl. why that's always Carl? Yeah, why? It's because we asked him in a story once in an interview. What? So, Carl, what's your nickname? And he goes, just Carl. <laughs> <laughs> that basically says a lot about yeah. what he's really like. Yeah. He's a very low-key guy. Low-key for sure. Uh, he's, he's killing it right now. 17 so. goals. Uh... I think I think he's at a career high for goals. And yeah, so I mean, if he goes, and he's 33. He's the oldest player on the team. Um, need yeah, more need more of that, right? <laughs> need more of these guys. Um, Are we still the youngest team in the NHL? No, I don't think so. Uh, pretty pretty close. I mean, they're all pretty. Most teams are pretty young, though. Um, it can depend on transaction for that day, but uh, um, you know. I don't think they're quite the youngest still, but uh, anymore. But uh, if not, a couple point two or whatever we're off. So, uh, <laughs> uh, other takes on the Avs? Like, uh, you know, I mean, what were you doing at the playoffs last year? Were you were you at, at the games? games? You were. 100% at the okay. games. Yeah, that was exciting, exciting <clears throat> time, especially when we beat Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> they beat him that one game. Yeah. One game. Yeah. Uh, and they beat him in Nashville. Kept us going on for another game. <laughs> How about the hamburger? How about the hamburger oh, that night? That was so awesome. That amazing. Was amazing. Probably the most one of the most surprising wins I've ever covered as an Avalanche writer for yeah. the many years I've awesome. done it. Because we came back. Yep. Which was awesome. Scored at the final two minutes to two or three minutes to tie it, and then one a minute mm-hmm. later. I've never 
I was there. I've never seen so many shock-looking Predator fans <laughs> that were like... I'm actually going to Nashville in February to go to the Avs game. Really? Yep. Gosh, maybe you can cover for BSN Denver. Uh, I don't know if we'll be... <laughs> <It's so fun. laughs> well, you'll love Nashville if you uh, if you like to have a good time and yell a lot and watch hockey and drink and uh, see music. Yeah. You'll, you'll like Nashville. Uh, I'm not quite a country guy. I like old country. Like, I, my father did a movie with Johnny Cash. Like, oh, most people don't know that, but... Yeah, so I like old country, new stuff, eh. But I don't... I, don't, I haven't listened to music since Kiss broke up, so anyway, so... <laughs> uh, well, uh, we uh, we value your opinion here, uh, Kelly. What, any other, like, thoughts on the abs you want to get off your chest here before uh, before we move on to our next segment? Probably you got to get back to your... to uh, the incoming yeah. <laughs> hordes here. Yeah, I mean, they just need to pull their heads out of their butts honestly <laughs> to say it nicely i mean they're it's surprising they're even in a playoff spot right now they need to they've won six of their last 23 games like come on guys yeah worst, worst record in the league since december 3rd uh still holding on to the number two wild card Dude, spot though crazy that they're still there you've got to be vancouver saturday night i mean they've had this nine day layoff yeah uh, the bye week is this week, so mm-hmm. they don't they won't practice till till tomorrow. We'll be back together for the first time till tomorrow. To me, yeah, we'll see what this team's really made of Saturday night when they play the Canucks. Uh, best of 32 yeah, games now, 32 games to go, 18 at home, 14 on the road. I mean, it's a sprint now, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Kelly, thanks so much for joining us this segment. I appreciate it. We uh, we will. Uh, We'll finish up here and uh, come back after this. But uh, thank you very much. Great to talk to you. Hopefully we'll talk to you again here. All right. Thanks for having me. (laughs) When it comes to insurance, sometimes you never really realize how important it can be until you actually need it. Well, here at BSN Denver, we recommend Farmers Agent Bryce Babcock to all of our listeners as one of the most trusted and reliable agents in the metro area. If I was a customer looking for a new agency, I would recommend Bryce because his agency, hands down, is the fastest people I've ever dealt with to get information back to you. That was David. He's been a client of Bryce's for over three years now. I used to have my homeowner's insurance with another farmer's agency that never really followed up, never followed up on the price. My price was actually dropped by almost 20 to 30 percent switching over to Bryce, even with the same company. And like I said, his follow-up is awesome. He guarantees you at least a one-time-a-year follow-up that he will sit back and review your file with you. Like David mentioned, Bryce guarantees that type of communication because he understands how important it is to be relatable and accessible. He's a great person not only be your agent, but he's a great person to be your friend as well. If you're interested in making the switch to Bryce Babcock for your life, home, business, or auto insurance, be sure to call 303-996-6509 and mention BSN. Hey, BSN fans, your favorite Colorado sports network has partnered with your favorite Colorado beer, and we're giving them away for free. But in true BSN fashion, we're not letting you go to some major chain for it. We want you to go to your local neighborhood bar and support a real Colorado business. That's why we've created the bar page where any BSN subscriber can go in and get a free beer whenever they want. Just go to bsnbars.com and you can get one free Coors Banquet at any bar on that list. All you have to do is show the bartender the VIP image on that page in your browser and you can retrieve a free Coors Banquet beer at any of those bars. There are over 20 bars there. You're sure to find one close to you. It's bsnbars.com. Find a bar and get a free Coors Banquet on the house. Thanks for listening to the BSN Denver Podcast Network. And welcome back into the BSN and Avalanche podcast segment number three here brought to you today by Blake Street Tavern Adrian Dater here He's doing a solo cast we've had a couple guests though uh, Chris Fusile the owner uh, Haley our second guest who uh, brought some much needed younger female perspective to uh, to the podcast nice to, nice to hear a female voice on this podcast now and then uh, so thank you to them. Gosh, guys, I guess I'm going to finish up here with just talking more about what I think's going on. I mean, um, um, I mean, look, let's, 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 let's talk about this a little bit more in depth about what we think's, you know, what we think's going to happen here. I mean, this is, this is getting serious, you know, they, they're going to come off a 30 or they're going to, they're going to come back into a 32 game season. 
trying to make a playoffs, and it's going to be uh, a battle because it's not just you know one team they need to beat. Now they have to beat you know three or four other teams that are crowding around them. That's the this is this is what happens when you go on a, a, a slide like this. Is you lose all that leverage that that you uh, you had early on, but now it's gone. Um, they did get off to that good start. That's the only thing that's saving them right now. Um, so Varley, Saturday night. Uh, I think I think he will get the start. Um, I would assume the time off has been good for his health. Uh, but we won't know anything until Friday morning when we see him all on the ice again. Uh, but wow, it's it's a it's definitely a huge game Saturday night for him. And, and, and for the Avs, I mean, they've got to win some of these home games because don't forget, they're going on the road again here pretty quick. And those three games that they've got coming up on the road are not going to be easy, folks. Uh, starting on February 7th, they're going to have to go into Washington and play the defending Stanley Cup champion Capitals, who are now kind of in their own little dogfight for a playoff spot after a bit of a slide of their own. Um, so... You know, that's certainly not going to be an easy game. Two days later, they're going to go into Brooklyn, New York, play the Islanders, who, oh, by the way, are first in their division this year in the Metropolitan Division with 63 points, who have done it all without John Tavares, who, when he left for the Maple Leafs, was, you know, supposed to wreck the Islanders for years. And poor Islanders, and woe are the Islanders, and poor them. But here they are in first place with Barry Trotz as their coach, uh, possibly winning their division. So that's not going to be an easy game. That's going to be a Saturday afternoon game, too. So, you know, it's going to be a... I mean, I love afternoon games, but I think, you know, for the Avs on the road, that's going to be a tough, tougher game in a way because I think home teams really love those afternoon games. I think the fans are in a better mood for those afternoon games sometimes. Not always. Um, you know, it's just going to be a tough place to play. They got smoked there last year by that Islanders team. Uh, that was the night Matt Duchesne got traded. And, uh, you know, typically they've had a tough time on the road against the Islanders. Uh, back in the great old days, they didn't. I think they always went in and smoked them. I do remember, God, I remember the first year the Avs ever played in uh, Long Island. That was the year of, uh, you know, obviously the Stanley Cup, but um, I think it was <clears throat> I think it was early enough in the season where uh, Patrick Waugh was not on the team yet. Uh, but I think the Avs still just smoked him. I think it was like 7-2. to two. And uh, I remember Peter Forsberg having a big night. And uh, the Islanders had those awful fish stick uniforms, the Gordon Fisherman uniforms. When Wendell Clark was on that team... I remember Wendell Clark was kibitzing with the with the boys in the room before that. And don't forget the Avalanche had just uh, traded Clark to to the Islanders for uh, for uh, in the three-way deal that brought Claude Lemieux to Colorado. So I remember a lot of talk there, and Clark was was like, "What did I do? Why did I hold out from these?" from you guys why am i not with you guys anymore i don't i don't remember hearing that specifically but that was the vibe i got because the islanders are brutal uh that was the mike milbury gm team where they made a few bad trades they have the awful uniforms and they lost every game so uh i do i do remember that very well clark was like can i can we undo this deal i think uh but i also i also remember uh after the game that night at the I would say not infamous Long Island Marriott but let's just say a few I think a few hockey parties have gone down there a few players and 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 parties and shenanigans or whatever have gone on in that place it's a it's a huge Marriott hotel literally across the parking lot from uh, from the Nassau Coliseum and uh, players literally just walk to the arena from there they go across the parking lot into their building. So, the uh, just a ton of ton of uh, stories I've heard from that place. But uh, the uh, the Hanson brothers 
were doing a promo that night. And a long story short, it's not very exciting. Basically, I met the Hanson brothers in a Long Island Marriott bar at the Marriott bar there. Um, I think they were affiliated with Bud Light back then. So we were doing all that stuff. And I uh, joshed it up with the, uh, with the Hanson brothers. Um, they're nice guys. They were fully in character with their uniforms on and their tape on their glasses, the whole works. And uh, and I was... The thing is, I've never been a huge slap shot like massive fan like not, not like the cult fan that some people are like oh my god it's my, the greatest movie of all time I thought it was a funny movie I think it's a, it's a good movie I think it's a great hockey movie it just was never like my just wow this is cinema you know art here I, I always thought it was yeah, kind of a nice fun movie but anyway uh, but I I did meet them the irony of all this though is I now have a signed slap shot poster a frame poster in my sort of I guess you'd call it my office room at home that uh, that has Paul's, Paul Newman's signature on it, allegedly, uh, and the Hanson brothers as well. All these years later, I now have that. But they were nice guys. They were definitely drinking a few Bud Lights that night, as I think was we all were. And, and anyway, so, okay, back to the abs. They, uh, whew, they're going to have a tough game against the Islanders. Then they go the very next day, back-to-back, afternoon game in Boston on a Sunday. Against the Bruins team that's got Patrice Bridge, uh, Breeze, well, oh my God, Freudian slip there, hey folks, not Patrice Breezebois, the former Av, great, but, <laughs> but uh, Patrice Bergeron, of course, the Bruins star who's back and helping them win games again, and they look pretty good, so back, three games, these are going to be brutally tough games. They've got to win these few games they have at home before they go on this road trip. I mean, they've got to. Or else I don't think it's, you know, I'm not anticipating. I mean, I think the Avs will pull out a win somehow in one of those three games. But, look, if we're expecting two out of three or three out of three, pretty pretty lofty expectations. And I'm not sure this team can do it right now the way they're playing. So, got to win Saturday night starting with that. And I think they got the Wild after that. They got to beat those guys again. They can't keep losing games to the Minnesota Wild. Uh, a team they smoked for a few times, and then that game before the break, I mean, very disappointing game, very, very lackluster game, I thought. Uh, I mean, I thought that, uh, you know, the Avs battled okay and did some decent things offensively, but, you know, Dubnik, you know, really, I don't think he had to stand on his head. Um, the stupid penalties the Avs took, five on threes, just boneheaded plays, the, the Zadarov turnover, um, you know, really, really disappointing game, I thought. I thought, you know, they can at least salvage this wreck of a period here by getting a win against the Wild, the team they hate, at home, going into the break. And they didn't do it. So, that, you know, <clears throat> really massively disappointing game. And I, that's when I'm, you know, worried. I'm worried. I mean, their goaltending obviously is terrible right now. Um, the good news, I think, is that they both seem healthy. Whether Varlamov is truly hurt or not, I don't think we're ever going to truly know that until he probably he's either, you know, the season's either over, we move on in the next season, or he's traded and he finally tells us what's really going on. He's not going to tell you that he's hurt right now um, if he's playing. He's not that kind of guy. So if he's out there, I assume he's healthy and, you know, he should be able to perform. Now, the wraparound goal that he gave up in that wild game was... Uh, uh, no, not the Wild. It was the it was the Nashville game. I'm sorry, the bad wraparound goal. Uh, Gruby started that last game, obviously. Uh, I, I I know that was a everybody's railing against that. Like, how can you give up that goal? You know, the, he got beat on the fake, and after he got beat on that fake, and committed to the near post. There was there was really no coming back from that. Uh, he was beat. It wasn't. I don't think that he was so slow on the wraparound. He just got beat on that fake, and. Uh, and he had so much speed coming around the net that, you know, I don't think it was a factor of, like, Varley is so slow. You know, the guy had massive speed, and he bit on the fake, and he got beat. So beat, don't get beat on the on the deke coming in is the, is the lesson. Um, you know, so I don't think he's just hobbling around or anything. I think he's just, uh, you know, it's just, just going through a bad spell, man. And uh, we're all searching for answers, and I guess health is one of them. Uh, Grubauer, I don't know. Um, 
really, you know, the game, remember the game he had in Carolina where he was just awesome and he was making save after save and we thought, wow, this guy is everything, everything they said he was. Uh, really hasn't been very good since that day. Uh, I think there might be a win or two here, but here and there, but he, you know, has not been the player that everybody said he was going to be, which is a young goaltender on the rise who makes, who has really high saves percentages and is a goalie of the future. Um, you're, you're now looking at a situation where you don't even know, you know, when he's going to play next. So it's a, it's a worrisome situation for sure. But I mean, they're healthy. Goalies go in streaks. Um, you got to hope that they just get on a good one. Uh, there's ways you can try and protect them better. Don't take so many penalties. Don't put your team on the shorthanded all the time. You know, uh, five on threes, don't do it. Because you have never kill a five on three. Always get beat on a five on three. Always. So stop doing that. Stop taking as many penalties. And, uh, you know, get the top line going a little bit better again. I mean, I know Miko and... And, ran, and uh, Landis Gog had a fantastic all-star game, which we haven't talked about in the pod. I think uh, the boys talked about it a little bit last night, but uh, had a phenomenal all-star game. They lost the Central lost that final game, but uh, certainly wasn't because of Ranton and Landy. But they've got to get uh, picking it up again, too, coming back in the real games, because uh, we know this team's not going anywhere unless that first line gets going. I don't think McKinnon has gone into the break with one goal in his previous six. Uh, you know, he doesn't, he seems like he's, I don't know, we, we've, we've been over that. We're going to go more over over him, I'm sure, in the next game and really analyze, you know. I think Saturday night's or Monday's podcast, when we talk about Saturday night's game, is going to be a big one where we talk a lot about that first line and how they looked and, and talk about them more. But uh, I'll tell you what, folks. Uh, you know, they've got to win that game against Vancouver. If they don't, and they fall into ninth or 10th place, and you only got a game or two at home before you go back on the road against those three teams, you know, you may be talking about, uh, you know, the critical turning point of the season where it all went bad and they couldn't recover. I mean, it's possible. There's still going to be 20-something games to go, but once you're down by four, five, six points in this league in, the, in you know, let's say 10th, 11th, 12th place, it becomes just really, really, really hard to, to overcome all of them. You can beat one team, but you can't beat all four usually. So it's too many three-point games. Uh, Parity is so, so fierce in this league that most teams don't go on long losing streaks. They win one out of every two games. So it's just too tough, and they've got to win these games. So a uh, couple other notes. I don't know what's going on with Connor Timmons. I know he's coming back from Canada on his break as well. We'll see if he's at practice tomorrow. Um, you know, the Avalanche have a total blackout on all, you know, media, availabilities, news, whatnot, until they come back to practice. So don't know exactly what the situation with him is tomorrow, whether he's going to be practicing with the Avs or maybe he's going up to Loveland to practice with them and maybe start playing. I mean, we, we talked about this the last podcast. I talked about... Uh, when I did the last podcast, talked about when I talked to his his own personal doctor, treating treating him for his concussion. Seems to be great optimism that he's uh, rounding the corner, nearing the bend to finally playing again. And uh, but uh, he's still got some tests to pass, and that's going to be a process still to, to unfold. But it's getting closer. It looks like we'll see what tomorrow. <clears throat> the uh, Eric Johnson situation looks good from what I have heard a little bit on him is that he should be back ready to go uh, Saturday night I would expect to see Eric Johnson in the lineup for the Avalanche which is certainly certainly good news and I think that's something we didn't touch on a little bit the last couple of games is they did miss Eric Johnson um, they always miss Eric Johnson when he's out you know he's he hasn't had a great season but he's still a guy who plays 22 to 25 minutes for you and uh, that's just very very valuable uh, I have not heard anything new with Nikita Zadorov. The rumors, I've, uh, I really haven't heard anything. I don't know if this is just sort of out of the blue kind of speculation that didn't have a lot of basis in fact whether he's truly being shopped or not. But uh, I have not heard th- anything truly imminent. But I mean, what do I know? Um, the uh, the rest of the team seems to have, I haven't heard anything more. Uh, what's going on? And nothing negative about guys. It just seems like. Back to work Friday and back out of Saturday night against the Vancouver Canucks, who 
Oh, by the way, I got Elias Peterson back. And uh, I've had a better season than anybody thought. So it's going to be... It's going to be a competitive game, I think, but the Avs have to win that game. All right. Well, listen, folks, I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we've we've been a week in transition at BSN Denver. We went to a new website design, a proprietor and all that stuff of the site. New web developer. Took a couple days to kind of get it up and running. Uh, so appreciate the patience of everybody listening, uh, reading, uh, you know, bearing with us as we transform to what we believe is a a better, faster, more functional website uh, that that, that uh, should be able to do more things. You'll be able to do more things on it. Things will, should load faster. You shouldn't be able to have to occasionally sign in again into your account. Uh, I know we've, we've had some of those issues. Most websites have that issue, but I think we that won't be as big an issue. And uh, you know, bottom line is that. The content should be just as good or better than ever. And uh, hopefully you can just consume it a little easier. So that's the that's the hope anyway. Uh, and uh, just check out our check out our ongoing sales. Uh, you know, you can always get a good deal at BSN Denver subscription. You can uh, parlay uh, a few bucks off a month on your regular subscription for buying a T-shirt. And usually you can get half off of that, too. Um, we, uh, we don't have sales all the time. I don't want to... Th- leave the impression that you can always get everything for uh for 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 cheap because we uh you know we have to make a living too and we we don't always have sales going on but uh but uh i know we will we will we have someone one right now you can get a year subscription for 29.99 you can get half off a bs unlocker t-shirt we've got the new finisher ones miko ranton t-shirts uh, ready to roll here and get out to everybody i know we've got a lot of orders for those and they're hitting them hitting the mail here any minute uh, we'll, we'll keep developing our, our ideas, and that's a good question I could leave you guys with. What's a good T-shirt design idea for uh, for next Avalanche T-shirt that we do? So give us your ideas on that. Leave a comment in the comments section of our podcast posts on the site. We'll get around to reading those more as we ramp back up. But leave us, yeah, give us your T-shirt design tips. Never know where the next great idea is going to come from. All right, folks, this is going to do it. Thanks for listening, BSN Avalanche Podcast. Coming to you from Blake Street Tavern. It's been a pleasure. Hope you enjoyed listening. We will be back at it on a Friday podcast. Monday, we'll break down the Avalanche game against the Canucks, really get after it. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'm going to bid you adieu from Blake Street Tavern. Good night and good luck.